Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. Hi there and welcome to Tech Radio, the number one Irish tech podcast, bringing you the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. Of course, you can hear Tech Radio on air with RTE on Friday evenings or anytime you like with your favourite podcasting app from Apple, Google or Spotify. We also keep you bang up to date daily on all things tech. Uh, We've got hourly updates, daily newsletters for you, which you can sign up for free at techcentral.ie. My name is Dusty Rose. This is episode 845. And I'm joined as always by our editor in chief, Niall Kitson. Uh, Niall, we're into December now at this stage, and I suppose we're starting to look at the best of the year. Best of the year, uh, also known as silly season. Silly season because there's nothing else to talk about other than silly stuff. We've we've got a few things to talk about, but yeah, let's let's delve into fun silly season stuff. Uh, so YouTube have released their top videos of the year for Ireland. They re- they released their top regular videos and their top music videos. Uh, so let's just talk about their regular videos because I don't know what music is these days. Apparently, <laughs> I can guarantee neither do I, and I work <laughs> in the business. <laughs> Listen, go on. So on general videos, what are the top three? Okay, well, there are a few that stood out for me that I thought were absolutely fantastic. Celebrations of male ingenuity. Their top video of the year had 197 million views and it was 60 days to build a millionaire swimming pool house. It's amazing. I haven't seen it. Is I see a lot of these videos on YouTube where it's like it's literally somebody in the middle of a jungle and they use their bare hands to dig a hole and then transfer water from a nearby river and it's a beautiful swimming. You are ninety percent there. It is one guy on his own with a a a bare implement and he starts with the soil of the ground and he just plugs away for 60 days, at the end of which he's got a swimming pool and uh, a little house with two doorways that you can recline in afterwards. It is an incredible view. So 60 days and they have it down to about 16 minutes. It's all sped up, you know, uh, and edited. But uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. As with all things YouTube, a very simple idea uh, and, you know, go forth with it. But yeah, so that's uh, that's the top video in Ireland for the year. I can well believe and understand it. Uh, yeah, very, very impressive. What, um, what, what, what else grabbed your attention? Do you know what a mukbang is? A, 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 a muck or a muck? Muck, M-U-K, bang. Oh, M- um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified to admit this, but no. Yeah, you can do a, a search on YouTube for this and you will find thousands of videos. This this word has actually made it into the Oxford English Dictionary for this year, right? It's a, a South Korean um, uh, novelty habit style of video where you watch someone eat and they talk, they interact with you. That's it. A mukbang. A mukbang. Yeah. I can do that with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're probably aware of the Sidemen. They're sort of a, a, a group of young people who play games and riff off each other and they're insanely popular. Um, mm-hmm. They did one of these things and it brought in 17.2 million views. And it's That's just crazy. guys sitting around in a appropriately socially distant space, um, just talking and eating 
you know, takeaways. I know you know you never know what's going to take off. What else uh, grabbed your attention? Uh, okay, there was Conor McGregor's fight at UFC two four six, which was last September. Forty uh, mm. second TKO, and he did uh, he did a speech afterwards, um, which was watched by seventeen million people. And uh, he he kind of he, he talks about the fight, and then in the middle of it, he talks about his own brand of whiskey for quite a bit. <laughs> Well, there you go. He doesn't have all that money for no reason, Niall. Yeah, he's an excellent marketer. If you know, he's an excellent fighter, but also an excellent marketer, which I, I guess is half the job. Um, mm. Here's one that you that you should love, and you should go watch it straight away. It was a guy who built a bunker in his back garden, like a proper, you know. I, well, I mean, you know, I don't know if you could drop again. An no, no, again, I, actually, I've, I've I've seen a couple of these. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, this guy built a bunker under his lawn, under his back garden in 2015. And he did a, a revisit to uh, to show how is it getting on? Is it still being used? Uh, the guy's name is Colin Furs. Just, I mean, it's incredible. It, it, it is one part bomb shelter, one part man cave. Mm. It's, it's absolutely uh uh, inspiring to see what one man and a 3D printer and some big dreams uh, can can accomplish in this life. He's done an awful lot of cool gadgets as well. Like he's I, got I think I may have seen that. Did, did he start a band? Did he have it a bit of a band session? He has in a the, blues band, yeah. Ah, there you go. Band. Yes, I have seen it. Yeah, and I thought that was brilliant. Like, yeah, definitely no complaints from the uh, from the neighbours there. Um, all right. Well, listen, I suppose that's uh, what's happening on YouTube. Spotify, we're also out with their uh, top podcast of the year. No surprise that Joe Rogan was number one. And I'm kind of like, yeah, well, you know, they've done a, a deal with the number one podcast in the world. Of course, it's number one. <laughs> and and therefore, I don't believe any of the other options that came out. Very well. Who else is big these these days? Uh, on uh, on part of the, this, uh, the, so many. I keep an eye more on uh, what is happening in Ireland. Tommy and Hector's podcast is probably the best. Two Johnny's uh, is really good as well on the comedy side of things. The Irish Times do a really good marketing podcast. There's loads. The great thing about podcasting is. There's something for everybody and we're looking after tech uh, what is happening in Ireland and happening in the news. Um, now, listen, we're going into a, a video or sorry, a, an interview this week from uh, a guy. He's in Galway, isn't he, Mike? He is in Galway, yeah. Oh, he's in Galway. All right, okay. And he's running like a world-class learning website. I want to get to that in a few minutes' time, but first, one or two other quick things that are happening in the news. Um Anybody who's using Salesforce is going to notice a difference next year, yeah? Uh, they certainly will. Slack has had sort of a, a kind of an iffy year. We're, we're all familiar with Slack, that sort of messaging um, hmm. uh, system, uh, which allows you to uh, sort all your correspondence into different projects. They've actually had a tough year for uh, recruiting new users. That um, They've had sort of kind of a downtime. Uh, and the problem with that is that these services need to be constantly expanding. They need to get more and more users in so people will, you know, eventually think they're profitable uh, and they might get acquired. And lo and behold, Salesforce, the uh, cloud-based CRM people have uh, come along and they are buying up Slack for $27.7 billion. Crazy money, isn't it? It's not even money, like it's a telephone number. Yeah, mean yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and they're buying and selling these companies um, that have never made money. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's the myth of growth. You know, get the users in and eventually they'll make you money. Although it works for Facebook. It. 
that's the same. Well, well, yeah, but look at Facebook now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, nobody <laughs> likes them. Uh, the other thing, speaking of uh, Salesforce and, and Slack and stuff like that, is Microsoft Teams have come out and said uh, that they're going to support CarPlay. So if you've got CarPlay in your car, you'll be able to take Microsoft Teams calls. And I'm like, oh, hold my head, my heart's going like I need that. CarPlay, <laughs> wow, playing with Apple. Uh. Yeah, but talk about playing with Apple. Microsoft have already uh, encoded all of their uh, Office apps so that it works on the new M1 processor. Right. So they're well in with Apple. Well Mm. in with Apple, I would say. Um, What else have you got news-wise this week? Anything else? Uh, You've got some Samsung news. Just Samsung news is, is, is the last thing, and it's only a little bit of rumor. But mm. and we do like a rumor from now from time to time, don't we? Idle speculation, um, yes. I, I I hear that next year we are not going to have a brand new note. Now, note uh, note anything? Uh, note anything. All right. Uh, and as you know, I'm a big fan of the note, but I haven't had one in the last couple of years, and I think this is kind of where it's coming into it for uh, for Samsung. Needless to say, this year with COVID and everything like that, it, it wasn't a great year for sales. Hmm. Um, also, I think this year with the S20 and so many of the phones now being large, like the Note, there's very little difference between the uh, the S20 and the Note anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's and, the thing, right? Yeah. Samsung's big thing over the past year now, of course, it's been stunted because of COVID, but they're really going in on folding screens. So maybe yeah. they had an idea for a folding screen for the Note that might have come out this year, but not not good. This year was not good for releasing products unless you're Apple and you manage to mm. suck all the oxygen out of the market. Um, so you maybe they're putting things on hold just to sort of have a bit more of a laboratory, let their current slate of products breathe a little bit and uh, and then come back with something else. Yeah, well, I think it's kind of, it's always something new, bigger, faster, exciting uh, with new things. The Note hasn't had that. I mean, like five, six years ago when, when, when I was buying it, oh man, the things it could do that no other phones could do. You don't necessarily have that this year. But I think you're right, Niall, when you talk about the, uh, uh, the flip uh, phone. Mm. Uh, the Z, because that is probably where they are going to focus their attention, because that is new and shiny and it does something different and yada yada and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's probably why they're dumping the note uh, from what I hear again in the rumour meal is that they will have a pen if you like the the whole stylus thing, uh, but you would buy it as an optional accessory to the S20 or the S21, whatever. Ah, Interesting. Mm, there you go. Anyway, listen, as always, we will keep you up to date on that uh, as actual news breaks. Mm. But it is early December and as you say, it's a silly season. So all we have is rumour and innuendo. That'll work. <laughs> That'll we'll con- a few shows. We'll, we'll continue <laughs> to bring it to you anyway. Niall, thanks for keeping us up to date. This is Tech Central, your weekly tech podcast from Ireland's techcentral.ie. It's been a tough year and many of us have used different tactics to kind of stave off the frustration of lockdown. I mean, you've either done this yourself or you know somebody who's taken up a baking or some other hobby or even decided uh, to use the time to sharpen up their work skills. Shock horror. Well, Alison is an online learning platform with thousands of courses which you can take for free. And Niall Kitson sat down with its founder, Mike Fierick, to talk about the trends that he has seen over the last couple of months. 
I guess one of the things that we're seeing uh, at the moment, especially in the tech sector, where there is, a, they, they say that the jobs that will be most in demand in 18 months don't actually exist at the moment, that we are seeing a move towards sort of skills based learning as opposed to courses that have to have a certification or a cert or a degree at the end of that. Are, are you seeing it in your own experience that people are embracing a, a skills based model instead of a, a qualification one? Yeah, well, there's, a, there's a, an analogy to that in the sense that people are being tested on what they know now rather than what they used to know. So uh, the idea that people go to, went to college and they, they got a degree and somehow that that was useful 20 years later, that was accepted uh, up, up until now. But today, they're, they're, it's so easy to test somebody on what they know here and now. Um, and, and that's the rise of psychometrics. Um, it's, it's big time. Instead of just taking, accepting somebody that they have a degree, uh, why not just give them a test and see if they know the stuff that you think that they have or that they say that they have? And hence, that's why Alison has rolled out free personality tests. Uh, we're launching free cognitive skills tests to, for people to, to have a sense of who they are and, uh, and, and their, what skills that they're bringing to a workplace, as well as the traditional tests that, we can, that we provide, uh, we've provided for years, which is the assessment tests. If somebody completes a course on Addison, then they, uh, then they are a graduate. But uh, if a, an employer in an interview situation wants to interview somebody, uh, they can simply take the test there and then in front of somebody, and, uh, and they can see whether they know stuff or not. So, uh, so I, I think that's the essence of it, is that uh, employers no longer have to take the word of the the um, the person presenting a qualification to them anymore. They'll just go see if they know it here and now. And and in that way, it's it, it is skills based. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting way of looking at it, looking at the potential of the employee to learn and to grow and to improve upon their skill set, as opposed to just looking at what they bring to the job on on day one. Yeah, I, I think it, it is just the future. And, 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 uh, and then you start the people talking about artificial intelligence and machine learning and all of that, that good stuff. What, what is really happening on, on platforms like Allison is, is that you have a lot of free learning. You have the psychometrics. Uh, think of all the, de- the detail that we know about people. And we, and we have it freely now. We're, we're not taking it off people like Facebook. <laughs> but it's, um, you know, we, we can figure out a lot about people. If you can get organizations on the far side to actually be a lot more careful about how they put down job descriptions, like how people, how employers employ has been and and advertise for jobs hasn't changed in decades. It's they they put down a basic job description, they put down a basic job job responsibilities and they put it out there in the market and they hope like a little fish, somebody takes a bite. But that is so inefficient. What you're going to be having now is huge platforms like Allison. We're, we're close on 20 million uh, registered learners now. And, 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 and when, when platforms like us have the hundreds of millions of, of learners, when, which we will have, people will be able to, employers will be able to put in a far more detailed spec of who they need. And the matching can be a lot more specific as well. So what you're going to see is, is, is a disintermediation of not only the colleges and the universities, but also all the recruitment firms. Because the recruitment firms are taking advantage of the inefficiencies of the communication between those that want a job and those that need somebody to be employed. And what platforms through artificial intelligence and through all of the systems that they're developing 
are going to be able to bypass that. So that that, that very efficient matching of of skills and knowledge to uh, to the employer is is a big bridge that's coming very rapidly. And that's a great incentive for people to keep engaging uh, with lifelong learning, I suppose, to, to stay Oh, well, they have no alternative. You, 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 you couldn't believe what's going on. Um, when we see around the world, uh, people are, you know, English is now definitely the, the most spoken language in the world. It's up at 1.5 billion people, well ahead, ahead of all the Chinese people in the world. Uh, the, the, because of English and people... Uh, accessing and because of the internet and, the pl- uh, and platforms, people everywhere can, can, can do jobs that only people locally could do. Like uh, Alison, uh, you know, we, we have 100 staff worldwide, but actually only uh, 33 of them are in Ireland anymore. And, and the people we're hiring, we're hiring three people abroad for every one in Ireland. And the reason is that we're getting really talented people, co- you know, signing up from Nigeria, from South Africa. We have somebody in Papua New Guinea, these are smart people who have uh, proven themselves on, uh, to us online and can be hired at much lower cost. So if you're in Ireland and you think that you're uh, somehow um, protected from the billions of people that are being upskilled around the world, you really need to think again. You have to be always thinking about, OK, I'm employed right now, uh, but how am I going to be employed in six months? The one thing I've often found, I'm not an engineer, but the one thing I've often found uh, remarkable from our engineers is say if they take six months off, and which occasionally they do, and they come back, and, and how they say how out of date they can get in six months. <laughs> it's an extraordinary sector uh, that things move on, uh, methodologies move on, software moves on really, really quickly. So people in that sector really have to be thinking, you know what, the skill set that, that I'm using to be employed and to be paid today it, it, it may not get me the, the money that I need in six months or in a year's time. They have to be learning online and there's no alternative or else they're going to be competed out of the, out of the job market. That's absolutely uh, fascinating. And, and of course, we're in a very strange situation at the moment with COVID where a lot of people have been laid off. A lot of people have lost their jobs. So it's created uh, a really weird space for people to decide to upskill perhaps for areas that aren't even hiring at the moment. So how are you finding the pandemic in terms of signups and sort of the, the areas people are gravitating towards? Yeah, well, it, I, I can't but it say that it's been good for us. <laughs> and uh, we're very lucky and everyone within Alison uh, appreciates um, just the area that we're in. Uh, because of the lockdowns, a lot more people are, are working at home. They are more concerned about their jobs. They are learning online a lot more. So, you know, in, in March and April, we signed, we signed up a million, nearly a million people in both months uh, around the world just in those two months. And with the lockdowns picking up again now, we're, we're noticing, that the, again, that people are at home. The one interesting thing to us statistically is the intensity of the learning. We sign up people every day, tens of thousands of people, and, uh, you know, a certain percentage of them in normal times would go on to enroll and complete courses. What we noticed in March and April was that the, the completion rates was much higher and the enrollment rates were much higher. Uh, people, and, and we were watching this and trying to understand where the, what was driving this. And it was simply that people were a lot more serious about their learning. A lot of them were concerned about their jobs. A lot of them were trying to change jobs. You know, uh, there's, as you know, a lot of people in the country that are uh, dependent on tourism uh, or dependent on food or, or retail. 
and, and they need to redeploy. They need to upskill in other areas. And we found a lot of that traffic coming on, online where people wanted to, uh, you know, do courses that was, uh, you know, that are transferable, you know, anything like anything from project management to, to IT, definitely IT, you know, IT marketing. Uh, you might be in retail, you might be in retail marketing. It's not that far away to go to marketing in digital and, and, and sell yourself that way. So, and instead of going to courses, to, to enrolling on courses on, uh, in typical colleges and that, it's so much easier to go on onto the likes of Alice. It's free. There's, you know, I won't say limitless courses because there's only 2,000 courses, but we are incre- increasing and in publishing, increasing in the number of, pu- of courses we're publishing every month, uh, every month, you know, so uh, the volume is, is increasing. So that's just some remarks, I guess, and we'll see. You say oh, only two thousand courses. I mean, I'm sure there's many university would be, would be delighted with that level of offering. Well, you know, the the fun thing is that uh, we released uh, self publishing uh, about eighteen months ago, and that allows anybody to, to who is a subject matter expert to come on Allison and create their own courses. And if they hit the standard that we need, it, then it goes out and it's advertised to millions of people uh, around the world. Uh, so, and and we're we're launching we're launching it more publicly and. and uh, with more force uh, with, uh, in, in November because we, we've made some changes to the platform. It's going to be easier to handle a lot more volume. Uh, I just think that we are going to be, uh, you know, in th- this calendar year, in the next 12 months, we will publish an- another 2,000 courses and we will be up to a runway, run rate in a couple of years of at least 10,000 courses per annum. And uh, But you think if there's other platforms out there with 60 and 70,000 courses, uh, we will catch up with them pretty quickly. Uh, it's. I guess with Alison, we've all have always been happy to take the snail route rather than the hare. You know, I, I have a vision as to what's coming in five to ten years, and I prefer to build a platform for that rather than to running into, you know, a quick six month growth or something else. It's a, it sounds like with with such exponential growth and with the rise of self publishing, that must bring a, a tremendous. Uh, challenge in terms of quality control because previously Alison has had course material from very very fine universities from a from around the world so what sort of challenge does self-publishing uh, present I mean do you do you have to look at somebody's background their work experience and um, are they oh, popular oh, on the circuit yeah so I, I, I guess what we've been looking at you know when when a course say in Ireland and and uh when you, when you look at doing a course in Ireland the, uh, in a university or college, the chances, almost certainly, and, and you're talking about 90% chance, that course will be, have, have been written at least two years before that. And uh, in, in a lot of subjects, because, because of the way that you have to write it, you have to get it accredited, then you have to get it into the marketing system, you get it, need to get it into the, into the offering of, of, of the, the university. So it's, it can be very, very slow. And so what we've been trying to do is where the real edge of knowledge is at is, is at expert level. It's people that are, that are learning, uh, who learned yesterday and are willing to publish today. They're the people that we want to get to. And so it's kind of the bleeding edge. Uh, I, when I say, when you talk about quality, there's for sure our, our quality is improving. Is it absolutely where I'd like it to be? Not yet, but it's getting there. And, and remember that it is free. So there's, we're working on systematic ways of making it, it, it better. Um, I, I guess the, it's just about systems, you know, uh, is, is making sure there's an awful lot that you can automate. <laughs> Certainly things that you, you know, years ago when we'd have courses online, the idea of spelling mistakes was a big thing. 
now our system is automatically checked for any spelling mistakes and, and pops it up anything that's that's not understood. Uh, everything that you can think about automated, whether you're putting it in a in the title of a, of a course, if, if it's too long, you'll be, you won't be allowed to go forward. Um, then there'll be suggestions as to what that title should be. There's all these things that are prodding you towards, um, towards coming up with a quality product. I used to uh, describe Alison as kind of the, uh, the Ryanair of learning in the sense that we try to push back on both the learners and publishers uh, some responsibility in terms of how they operate interact with us so uh, they have to hit a particular you know so when someone is a self-publisher we don't talk to them until they've actually completed two courses one is how to use the publishing tool and then uh, a course on basic pedagogy or basic how you create a course uh, and, and in the same way that Reiner tells you you know don't come with a bag over a certain size and you have to queue in a certain line and you have to be here at a certain time you know if you want the quality product and you want it at, at really low cost You've got to help us with that, with the logistics of delivering that. And uh, so if you really tie it down, uh, you can get a, a great product at it. And, and of course, Ryanair are a phenomenal uh, business. And uh, as much as people used to complain about them years uh, past, most people just really appreciate the efficiency of their service and the value that they give. I suppose that level of automation uh, gives a, a wonderful opportunity from a marketing perspective as well, where you can see a user's previous course experience and then go, OK, well, look, here's the here's the new version of this or here's the here's a, an offshoot field that we think is directly relevant to your experience. Yeah, it's it, there's an enormous amount of data that we have uh, on, on particular people, but it's all given to us and, and, and they're happy for us to have it. So. Uh, it, it, and it's um, it's an important thing to have. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the with the future of advertising online and cookies and all of that good stuff. But the the, the data protection environment is changing, and you're not going to be able to do what you used to do in terms of what like what Facebook Facebook does today in terms of providing advertising. Uh, it is going to be a much better scenario to have the members of your platform telling you about them. So that you can you can match uh, you know advertising or other services through the information that you have, and that you don't have to be going to Facebook or Google. So that, that, that's an opportunity for us because because of the tens of millions of learners that we have. Okay, we're we're, we're only at uh, well, we'll soon be at twenty million, but I still see us as very small, and I still see us as very, uh, as still a startup because that's what we are at. That's what we are because uh, the changes that are coming into what is one of the world's largest industries five trillion dollars is what education turned over last year uh the changes are only beginning and that was Niall Kitchen chatting with the founder of Alison, Mike Fierick. And of course, Alison.com is the website. Go check it out. Uh, we've liked it for a long time and highly recommend it. That's it for our show this week. Do remember you can get the lowdown on all things tech in Ireland with hourly updates, daily newsletters and more at our website, techcentral.ie. And of course, you can listen to us each week online or Fridays on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. Until next time, from myself, Dusty Rhodes and from Niall Kitson, thanks so much for listening. And have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.